Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Power Nine podcast. My name is Mick. I'm one of your hosts alongside the Spellboy Nuno Cunha. Hello, everyone. Hello, you're back from GP Seville, and congratulations are in order. You are finally, you know, I won't say finally, you are now a level two judge. Uh, that is correct. That makes three levels of judges uh, at this table. Yeah. Uh, so how how does it feel? Did it when when you took the exam and they gave you back the results? Was there was there like a halo or like light shining? Oh uh, man, it was it was actually like pretty pretty nerve wracking because so I took my exam and I thought, you know, I thought I did well. Uh huh. I was uh I was reasonably confident, and then but there was you know there was you know the the nerves were still there. It was like this lingering sort of oh, what if I didn't make it? Yeah, of course. Uh, and they gave me like a food voucher, and every, everyone had had lunch by that point when I finished the exam because it's quite long. Okay. Uh, so I just like crossed the road, went for lunch by myself, sat down, like by yourself. Yeah, I was just you like, didn't even like. Ask. No, I was just tired as hell as well because it was it was what, pretty long. What time was this? This was in the morning, yeah. So I started my exam at like ten thirty, and. It's like meant to last four hours, but I took in like two and a half, sort of. Oh, okay. Somebody. Pro- I, I did it really quickly and I like read everything because I was like really focused. I just wanted to, to do it because I practiced a lot. So I just did it really quickly. Uh-huh. Um, oh, maybe it was a little bit longer than that. So 10, 30. One, yeah, maybe it was like more like three hours and something. Okay. Yeah, but so I left the venue, uh, went for lunch by myself, sat down. It was like a, we had like a buffet. Uh, uh-huh. I ate and then I came came back. You had and, a buffet. Well, we had it like all the judges were oh, had okay. access to the buffet. And so I came back and then I'm just walking around, you know. Uh, I go to my shift. I start, they assign me to uh, to uh, one of the side events. Uh-huh. And uh, one of the Portuguese judges comes up to me and he says, uh, just go talk to this other judge like quickly. You have to go speak to him now. I was like, oh, no, they just assigned me to do this other job. And I'm like, no, no, you have to go. Okay. And so I go up to this guy and he goes, okay, no, no, you know, it was okay. You were pretty close, but you didn't make it this time. Oh, man. Um, but don't worry. Like, it's not the end of the world. You you can just take it again in like in a month's time or two months time. Uh, don't worry. Like, you were really close. It was a good, you know, a good try. Did you just go like raise your hands in the air? Like, no, people, I just like, like when I just sort of like put my arms down. It's like, oh, oh well. Like it was, you know, like to, to work so hard for like so long and then just... Just see take, every, off, you just take off your uniform right, right no, there and then I was like, drop it on the floor. I was just like getting mad at myself because if that had happened, it would have meant that I couldn't go to GPs for a while and also that um, that I wouldn't be judging here in Portugal because of the PPTQs now. They have to be judged by a level two. By level twos, yeah. Yeah, so they also like agreed with each other that they like – they they arranged so that everyone knew about this lie. So everyone I'd go and speak to, I'd be like, they'd be like, oh, how did it go? And I was like, oh, I was praying I was pretty close, but I didn't quite make it. It's like, oh, oh nah, don't worry. Okay. Like, you, you'll get there. Yeah, so this lasted like two hours, two full hours of me. Two like, full hours. Of yeah, this. I was just like judging on the floor and giving rulings and everyone like, uh, even the players, like the ones that, that knew me, was like, were asking how, how did it go? And I was like, oh man, not well. You better not. You better not piss me off right now. No, I was just like, I wasn't even angry. I was just like, sad. Uh, and then after two hours, the guy who who gave me the exam, like the level three from Spain, Sergio Perez, he comes up to me, and he says, "Nuno, like, can you do your interview? Because you have to do an interview after the uh, the written exam." Yeah, yeah. So he goes, "Like, can you do your interview at 
uh, 4.30, which would be like 20 minutes after that point. Uh-huh. And I go like, why do I yeah, need to I do guess. the interview? No, I was like, I knew that I could, that I had to do the interview. He's like, why do you have to do the interview? You failed the if you failed the <coughs> test uh, to go to go over like the stuff that you missed and stuff. Oh right, right, right. Okay, it's a review. In case, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. And so I go, yeah, sure, like I can do four thirty. And he asks, um, do you, like, has anyone spoken to you? He knew about it as well. Like he knew uh, yeah, that okay. every what everyone was doing to me. So has everyone talked to you at all? I was like, yeah, they told me I was pretty close. <laughs> uh, but didn't quite make it uh and he said yeah, yeah well you did make it oh man <laughs> and at this point two it's like hours two hours yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. kept it up Good yeah night. i just like h- hugged him and it's just like nobody oh nobody else was there taking the judge exam yeah yeah, yeah. so f- i think yeah four other people took the exam that day and everybody else was also given the news like oh you're not gonna make it no it no only me. you yeah <laughs> uh, you're special yeah so that happened and then I had my interview and it all went really well. Turns out the questions I missed were either because they weren't very, like, you they could argue that there, there, yeah. were, there were like two possible solutions sort of thing. Like, I, okay. I argued like in two of them that the correct solution could have been another one. Jedi um, Matrix. And also like the other ones just didn't read the cards properly or something. Uh, yeah, you tend to do that. Like Rui was telling me during your during your practice tests and then you were discussing some uh, you were you were yeah. trying to find out like what the answers were and it's like it's, it's obvious yeah basically yeah. Uh, so that. yeah so I was just, like I guess excited to do it and I missed a couple of questions because I didn't read the proper read them properly but uh worked out fine in the end I'm at level two now ready to yeah. judge PPTQs and hit up a whole bunch of GPs so Man, and you're ready to go to Utrecht have you applied for Utrecht I yet? have applied for Utrecht okay. I'm waiting on their reply I applied to judge uh, the full four days. Wow, all four days. Let me judge in Utrecht. I'm going to start a hashtag like, let me judge. And like, please, someone out there, the, the, the regional coordinator, let me judge. Come on. <laughs> I, you know, I haven't been to anything yet. <sighs> yeah, GPs are kind of like, they're hard to get into i've been begging to go to one to take my yeah. level two exam for a while and that involved like judging a whole bunch of tournaments leading up to this point yeah that's and the thing like i here i don't get the opportunity no me neither like the only ones we get i get to judge well i, I like used to get to judge Porto, right? where yeah and so the sort of like obviously because i got certified in london i had like the extra push there to uh, sort of start okay. judging pp or like actual ptqs when we had them and stuff and then I had the opportunity to judge the WMCQs here as well. Um and so yeah. Okay. Okay, uh we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about GP Seville in a bit. If you did not know, we are here at the Power Nine podcast. Every week me and Nuno come together and we talk uh we talk cock. Um I don't know, do you know that term? Talk cock? Okay, we talk we we have a little chat about the cards that yeah. make us a bit crazy sometimes in a little game called Magic the Gathering. I'm not sure if you know it, but yeah, it's a talk cock is like jibber jabber, right? Yeah, talk cock. Talk cock is a singlish term where where you you just talk rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we release every week, and you can find us on power9podcast.com. You can find all our previous episodes there, and you now can find it on iTunes. Uh, and related to that, uh, I want to thank uh, our good friend uh, Edwin Tan, 
who did the logo for us, who did the new logo for us. And uh, that's why we're, you know, that's why our stuff is on iTunes right now. Thank you very much. Shout out to him. Yes, go Great visit help. his go visit his website at winT. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, at winT.com. Okay, uh, he does a lot of good work. He's he's one of the most uh, thoughtful and talented designers that I know. And uh, he's starting, you know, he's he start restarting his career. No, he's starting his career in digital um, print. Previously, he was in um, uh, sorry, digital design. Previously, he was in uh, print design. Right. Which apparently is very different. Okay. I I'm not a designer. He so did an amazing job for us. Yeah, right? it looks it looks really nice, very classy. Uh, it kind of reminds me of the um, the M the okay. So it's an I and an X. So it's like the tenth edition, ninth edition, right? Uh, but then it's encased in something that looks like the M M fifteen or M ten uh like borders. Sure, so it looks really cool. Uh, so yeah, you can find us there. Um, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash power9podcast. And you can find us uh, on Twitter. Hit us up there at power9podcast. The nine is a number nine. Okay, so without further ado, let's go into this episode. This episode is going to be a bit special. The second segment, we did an interview with the people behind Arena Porto. And we asked them basically how they stay alive. And it's a really interesting interview for those of you who really wonder what... Um, uh, what happens behind the scenes of your local game shop? You know, uh, listen out for the interview. And, you know, for those of you who maybe are not interested, just listen anyway. You're here on the podcast. Yeah, uh, this is a very special episode because this is indeed episode number 10. Ten, 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 ten. Ten, ten, ten. Uh, okay, so, yeah, we lasted 10 episodes. Come we on. lasted 10 episodes. And many more. Uh, okay, so let's start off with GP Seville. GP Seville was an interesting was an interesting experience. Okay, not only for you, but I think for all of Europe. Apparently, uh, it's one of the smallest attendance. No, it is the smallest. Yeah, it attendance. was seven hundred ninety nine players. Seven hundred ninety nine. You couldn't even get that one extra guy to make it a no. even eight hundred. So there's always every round. There's always one guy with a buy, and it's like yes. Well, yeah, for the first two round, or for the first round at least, because then you get the people who had like originally had buys from Planeswalker points. They come in and they might even things uh, out. Right. Okay, but yeah. So basically, this was organized by Mind Sports International, mm -hmm. um, a new company coming in to uh, organize GPs. And because oh, they're new, yeah. Okay, so this is the new. first GP they organized. Um, they previously organized uh, chess tournaments, Scrabble tournaments, and that sort of thing. Okay. Now oh, they're coming into Magic. They organized a few smaller Magic events, and this was the actual, the first actual GP. And because this was the first GP, they asked for help from another American company called Cascade Games. Cascade Games, yes, I've and heard they, of them. So they gave, they lent a hand, uh, taking care of the GP as well. Uh, but yeah, there was just a combination of factors that. L caused this GP to have very little attendance. I think the biggest one was that this, uh, the website had a bug, right? Uh, okay. that's, what I, so that's what I was told. That I don't know. Wasn't, that, I don't think that directly affected the attendance. That just like made people a little bit sort of no, but you angry. Because yeah. basically what happened was Mind Sports International, they organized like smaller tournaments previously. Mm -hmm. So what they did is for every magic event they organized, mm -hmm. uh, the... Uh, the signing, like the the part of the website that lets you like sign up for the event, uh -huh. cuts off at five days before the the event. Why? 
it's it's just so they can like plan like the seating yeah, and okay. stuff That's but because of like wizard sort of regulations they had to have it open until 8 p.m on the friday oh yeah yeah but they but opened on they site. opened the website yeah you could go on site but you have to do it on, on friday like there is Before no more. yeah you can't yeah, do it on saturday anymore but so yeah that made people a little bit worried but i think like they dealt with it on the day and people were able to sign up like normally okay uh, I, I, i actually thought that was going to be an amazing publicity stunt for them because everyone's yeah, going to be everybody like, like oh my god we yeah, can't exactly. sign up anymore and but that's not the case yeah but th i don't think that impacted like the attendance at all here's what happens here's what happens when you have your event on a valentine's day or like a major yeah. event in a city that does celebrate like i i think all the cities in spain are, are pretty keen on on these like little events like valentine's day and so uh what happened i think Uh, one of one of the big factors is that all the prices of accommodation, all the f all the prices going into Seville, like flying into Seville. Yeah, the flights different. more more so than the accommodation. Like it's a, it's not a very big city, so accommodation was actually yeah. fine. Okay, like it wasn't very expensive at all. But because it's sorry, not a very central city. Yeah, Seville is to, like in the yeah. south of Spain, and then definitely Valentine's Day because you know taking your girl girlfriend to the south of Spain <laughs> during Valentine's Day is a big It's thing so, especially yeah. amongst like Seville and English people Seville and is one of the one of the most beautiful uh, <laughs> cities in in uh, Spain or at least that's yeah, what my they Spanish have, friends they have they have Marbella nearby and like a whole bunch of nice cities by the beach even though the weather wasn't amazing or anything really? but okay. just yeah but you people, wouldn't know yeah right? exactly so know. people just book their flights to go to the south of spain mm -hmm. and you can either fly there or to malaga and so basically yeah flights got really expensive it was hard to get to uh the accommodation wasn't i don't think like the the major factor there but definitely the prices of the flights and uh, and just because most of the slots on the, the, those flights to those locations were taken up by people Who were actually yeah going to, for for Valentine's Day, yeah. not for the GP. There yeah. was also like a conference next door, um, like a cosmetics sort of fair. Yeah, that's that always happens. Like I back in Singapore when we used to have like pre-release, uh, pre-release weekends. Uh, next door to the we used to have it at Suntec City, and for those of uh for the two listeners in Singapore. Um, we have two this week I don't know yeah apparently we have two uh, next door all the time every single pre-release event you will always have a bridal show you always have a bridal show and a makeup show or a, yeah, like yeah. a sale of some sort I'm like why why yeah, I don't know but despite the the main event there was also another factor which was the uh, the main the, the price for the main event for a constructive format was 40 euros that's pretty steep yeah that is pretty steep I think Apparently, Cascade Games advised them to not like charge so much, uh -huh. but mm, they didn't really. I think they were worried about. I, I okay, that's the thing. Like they, they should know to worry about this uh, problem, which is yeah, they they're going in on Valentine's Day, and it's you know it's going to be a problem for them. Yeah. So you have to you have to keep up with the demand. Yeah, but the it, demand it shouldn't be it shouldn't have been. I don't think forty. I think forty is too much. Like it's a, uh, yeah. It, I think it's I think steep. they shot. They also sort of like shot themselves in the foot though because, so initially they were gonna have a side event on Saturday, which is gonna be like a super Saturday limited event. Uh huh. 
where so they i don't know if you know this but for this event they had two separate play mats they had the official play mat which had temporal trespass yeah and then they made a, a different a different um play mat with a, a squirrel riding a frog that's like that's so random but yeah, yeah it okay. is but so yeah he was riding a frog into battle and so this play mat was for side events on friday okay initially the frog the, the frog, frog with, squirrel, the, uh, with the squirrel yeah, okay. yeah. And they didn't give give out like uh, all of them, and so what they announced was on on a Saturday they were going to have a, a side event, a sealed side event, which uh, for the for I think thirty five euros, okay, you'd get both playmats and the Grizzle brand like the promo, and yeah, six both playmats, right? Grizzle brand, and then six packs to and, play, and and then and boosters into the prize pool, yeah. But so this event oh. didn't actually end up firing because there weren't enough people signed up for it, which okay. was weird because I thought all the casual players that just come in to get like the playmat and the promo yeah. would sign up to this rather than the main event. Yeah, you paid like 35 euros, you get two playmats, you get yeah. uh, the promo card. But then card. I think that didn't happen because because everyone was worried that the uh, when they had that bug on the website, uh-huh. I think everyone just signed everyone that was going signed up for the main event like beforehand. I see. Okay. And so this event ended up being sort of scrapped, and then with only eight hundred people in the main event mm-hmm. on Sunday, their side events were firing like crazy because they had so many playmats left over that they didn't want to take back with them. Just every single draft gave you a playmat and stuff. <laughs> they were throwing. They were basically loading playmats into air well, cannons. Right? Who wants a playmat? <laughs> yeah, it was basically that. Every single side side event. You you just get a playmat, and so people were just drafting nonstop, getting playmats, getting boosters. Goodness, that and the the prize. So the the way it works with my sports international is, winning a side event gets you prize ticks, uh-huh. and you get access to a prize wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sweet. this prize wall had uncut sheets, power nine, you know, yeah, imperial seals. Uncut sheets. Yeah, you had revised boosters. You know, the works. Okay. And so it was pretty impressive. Oh man. So, oh. Someone took the Black Lotus, which... Wow, you earn enough price, price sticks yeah. to get a Black Lotus. Correct. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like... Well, you don't have to earn friends, them. Right? You can like pull it with your friends or like yeah, buy it off other you... people. Okay. Wow. Wow. You, get, you win enough just to win a Black Lotus. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so that's the thing. Like It was one of the... It, it, it is the smallest European event so I far. I think so. Right? I think so. Definitely this people. year. Uh, I'm not... Yeah. Not... They catered, like, they catered ever? for 2,500. Yeah. 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 The, uh, the venue was really good. Like, the the room was huge. Uh, okay. We were using like one third of it, though. Man, that sucks. Okay. Anyway, but then the, then the, uh, uh, going into day two, only 90 people went through, right? I was um, told. It was a little bit less than that because. Uh, less than that. Yeah. Basically, yes. it's top 64 or 21 points. To yeah. get you into day two, whichever one of those groups gives you more people. Okay. But yeah, it, w- it would have been pretty close to ninety people. Oh man, that's really that's that's tough. That 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 would be a very short day, like the second day. And well, yeah. it's always it's always the same amount of rounds, regardless of. Yeah, it's yeah, always yeah. seven rounds. Seven rounds. Sorry, six rounds plus nine top rounds eight. Of six rounds. Yeah, yeah it's okay, fifteen okay, rounds yeah. plus top eight. So yeah, six yeah. rounds plus top eight on that day. Uh, yeah, and then 
The Super Sunday series, however, had ten rounds of Swiss plus top eight. Yeah, they have more. They basically have more rounds than uh, than on the second day for sure. Yeah. yeah, on the Sunday, the Super Sunday series That's was unbelievable. Four hundred and fifty people for a Super Sunday for a side event. That's my goodness. That's more than half the people that attended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was the, the biggest. I think it was like they said it was the biggest Super Sunday series in Europe ever. And uh, okay, so they also gave out playmats there, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, of course. It's like they're giving out playmats like left and right. Who wants a playmat? Like, yeah, and then that ended up with the uh, the GP playmat going from 30 euros to 12. Oh, man. No, but they have to get rid of it. You have 2,500 playmats. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, you don't want to take them back with you. Yeah, you have, yeah. To, you have to get rid of it. Um, yeah, that's, that's one of the problems too. But the thing is, I don't understand why it would be worth 12... 12 euros because because everyone has like 10 of them everyone went <laughs> yeah I hope so it's just like fire sale for now hmm. okay yeah. uh, well, talking about decks like, it was actually really interesting the, the, the meta game there because yeah like, I saw looking at the eight. tables in day one it was a lot of red white tokens like that, that's all you'd see yeah and then as, as the day progressed green devotion was green devotion, taking over yeah. green devotion and also blue black control but blue black control was like a known quantity uh whereas like okay so green blue devotion black just came out of nowhere uh blue black control so the top eight just the top eight blue black control uh came out tops uh piloted by emmanuel uh Gershenson. yeah and we know his we know his name very well um and it's a good mix of decks so tai whip just guy just guy mid-range two devotion uh two green devotions as uh blue, blue, white, heroic. blue white heroic and two ups mid range it's a, it's a nice mix like yeah for sure and, and no red no you know mono red but no red white no no so, so like i said red white tokens was by far i think the most popular deck uh, at the start of the event but but yeah, it was just didn't didn't make the cut and yeah. uh yeah so the the portuguese player marcio carvalho made a made top eight with uh, Green Devotion. He was yeah, playing Green it really well. Do you know who else was on Green Devotion? Who? Uh, recent Pro Tour winner, uh, Antonio De Leon. Uh, oh, man, really? Yeah, 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 I saw him play. Like uh, I, w- I was assigned to the feature match area for a few rounds, and uh, I was there watching his match. He doesn't listen to our podcast. Yeah, I know. He doesn't understand. No. No. <laughs> uh, he, okay. uh, yeah, I think I was watching him play. He made a... Uh, Let's just say he's not as good as standard as he is uh, and modern, modern, but he's definitely as lucky. So it's fine. <laughs> Man, you guys attribute everything to luck when it comes to Spaniards. Basically. Uh, so, yeah, okay. Uh, a lot of our friends went to GP Seville. Unfortunately, nobody made it to day two. No, but uh, Bernardo made a, It was 18th at the Super Sunday series. Yeah, so Ber- Bernas went like five and four. At the main event, yeah. At the main event, which is which puts you maybe around four hundred, three three hundred to four hundred places. Yeah, and then he went seven and two at the uh, at Super, Super Sunday. Sunday. Oh yeah, it was nine rounds of Swiss, not ten. Sorry. Yeah, still nine rounds. Yeah, of Swiss. he went nine seven and two. Swiss, he went like. seven and two, and this was the first time he was playing uh, Fate Reforged. Unfreaking believable, ah oh, man, the the things you the things that happen. Yeah, maybe that's where he plays. That's the thing, like. So he yeah. was he was with the bottom four hundred and fifty people there, and so if you go yeah if you go five and four, uh on on the first day that puts you around three hundred oh, uh, top three hundred anyone anyone who didn't 
um, sort of make day two was I was think stick, stuck around. Like there were there were very good players playing the Super Sunday series. Wow. Okay. Congrats. Uh, uh, anything else that we want to talk about GP Seville before we move on? There's a lot of news to cover this week. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. To uh, okay. So this week we're gonna just cover the news. Uh, right now we're covering news, and it's it's. There's a lot of little sections that we that we want to go yeah, through. Yeah, a lot of stuff came on the uh, mothership this week. Yeah, Monday, Monday, quiet. I read a article on quiet speculation. IGN reviews MTG Origins board game called Arena of the Planeswalkers. Looks interesting. Uh, I don't know board game about Magic the Gathering. Are we calling that this is going to be a huge fail? Uh, here's the thing. Like I, you know, what he has. I mean, WotC does a really good job at Magic the Gathering. Uh, and it does, you know, it does put out really good board games. If you've ever played uh, lots of Waterdeep, it's by them. Uh, it's really good. It's it's one of the one of the better resource allocation games that I. It's quite cheap. Had. It's thirty dollars MSRP. Yeah, thirty bucks MSRP. Look at the figurines that come out. Uh, they're gonna feature the six planeswalkers that are no, sorry, the five planeswalkers that are in MTG Origins. Gideon. So this is Gideon, right? Yeah, that's Gideon with his with his uh, self-flagellating whip. Uh, <laughs> Jace Balaron. Jace without the tattoos, Balaron. Uh, there's going to be Liliana in her badass uniform still. Chandra. Ch- uh, yeah, Chandra and Nisa. Nisa, I don't know. She looks like... Mm-hmm. R- R- Nisa Raven. Nisa Raven. Raven. I don't know. Anyway, so... Chandra Nalar, Liliana Vest, Jace Balaron, and Gideon Jura. Uh, a planes, uh, typical board game for five uh, sorry a strategy board game for two to five players okay sounds interesting no mechanics whatsoever uh it comes with a 60 spell uh, a deck of 60 spell cards mm-hmm. uh combat dice eight eight combat dice one twenty sided dice five painted planeswalkers minifigures two temples two temples ruins uh not quite sure what that there is uh what that's for Three plastic gly- glyphs, four plastic terrain pieces, six modular pieces. I'm guessing it's going to be very much like D&D encounters uh, or D&D board games. Like, I've never played those games. so uh, Yeah, basically you have a board and then it's modular and you can... Oh, so you think it's going to be like a role-playing game um, rather than... I guess. I think... That, I mean, that's what they're producing now, which sure. is, you know, they're producing a lot of uh, D&D board games. Um Let's see. Yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. I guess they have they have miniature games though. Like they have they have good. That's the thing. Like they do produce good um, card games. Good. Just board wait games, and see, so. right? Yeah, I, I want to wait and see. I'm pretty sure when it comes to the shop, I'm just gonna buy one and then just leave. Yeah, it in but the shop. traditionally, like other projects that sort of derive from Magic haven't been very good. So yeah. I hope I hope <laughs> I hope they make a hit with this one. Like. I think it's time that we can see other, other things come from Magic than just... Here, you know. Here's the thing. I don't think Magic players will play this, though. Yeah, at all. but like, there, at are, all. there are many types of players, you know. Yeah, like, I, that's the thing. Like For me, because I collect board games and I like to play board games, so this is going to be uh, something something nice for me. But, you know, I, I doubt it. From what I see, it, it's, uh, you know, it's in the packaging. Yeah, we'll no. give it a swing, though, Like when it, when it comes. 
okay, so tell us what you think is going to be in the board game. What do you want in the board game? Maybe more more figurines. I wonder why Garuk is not in all this. Why oh, is it Nisa? Because Garuk was like the feature like character for uh I know. M15. I know, but you know, it's he's black now. He's green black. He's black now. No, but Origins. Origins is. Oh, right. It you know, is Origins. It goes all the way back to green. Yeah, why is it Nisa? Why is it I know. Nisa? Oh, because Garak is the most printed one. How many Garaks are there? Five. Oh, yeah. But there's a double sided one. And the, no, that, that, that counts as one. <laughs> okay. That counts as one. I don't know. They just wanna, don't want to take the spotlight from Jace. Yeah, okay. And Nisa, Nisa is liking love. Right now, Nisa only has like two versions. What I want to know is why isn't Tybalt in this? Why is Th- why would Tibalt be in this? Because he needs a good printing. No, Tibalt is just crap. Leave him, yeah, just leave him as he is. Like but, uh, the there's bottom potential of the there. Like Tibalt could be good. <laughs> just leave him at the bottom of the list. Somebody needs to be bad. Somebody need. Uh, oh, you, 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 Evan you know, for there to be a for there to be a Jace the sculptor, you need yeah. you need a Tibalt. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that Tibalt isn't going away. Like you can have. I you know exactly. So just you have to leave it as like the as as like the, the dark bottom, sheep, yeah, right? the, the black bottom sheep. of the barrel. No, but you can have you can have like a I don't know a, a tibble that plus one gambles. But oh man, no, 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 no. That'd That's be good. Powerful. Minus one gamble. No, yes. no, plus one gamble. No, no, minus one gamble. Just you just can't. make tibble both. The worst planeswalker ever and the best planeswalker ever. Tibble can Tibble can probably cost like one red. With one loyalty counter and like the minus one is like a gamble, uh, and the plus one is probably some like faithless looting or something. Like that. I don't know. So no, random. because that's and then it's a minus the ability, right? Is it that's Doretti's ability? You can't have faithless looting now. No, oh, that's sorry, yeah, that's yeah, Dak yeah. Faden's ability. Uh, no, that's Doretti's. That's Doretti's ability. Oh, is it? Isn't that? Oh, Dak Faden. No, no, Dak Faden is draw two cards, discard two cards. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Uh, yes, the uh, Doretti is you may discard. As many cards, and then you draw that many cards. Okay. You may discard up to two cards, and you draw that many cards. Okay. Yeah, so he rummages rather than loots. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so you know, tell us what you think is, you, you'll see in the MTG board game. Um, I'm not too excited about it, but hey, whatever. What um, we are excited about is the new announcement. Yeah, the new announcement. From the Vault Angels. Oh, man. I, I don't know whether to be excited or not. I'm not a very big fan of Angels. I know a friend of mine back home, he's going to be like crazy. Like, oh, man, uh, I have to get this because he runs, he runs, um, what's that? Kalia? Yeah, he runs Kalia. Yeah. Like, you know. Basically, you need to ask yourself. Do you want to collect angels? Have you ever thought of collecting angels? Would you like to have some pretty <laughs> angels? Do you run angels in your decks? Then great for you. Yeah. Do you want cards to put in your competitive decks? Do you want cards to put in your actual decks? Like you know, other not. decks. Yeah. Then you're just sad because you're not going to get a single card from this into your decks. Yeah, okay. So we were, um, on Brainstorm Brewery today, uh, we were yeah. reading... You cannot put these three cards together. I compiled a list of cards that I think are going to make into the deck, but you cannot combine Iona, Shield of Emiria, Limvala, Keeper of Silence, and Everseen Angel of Hope. Yeah, basically the they need. So basically, the MSRP for this is uh, thirty-five dollars, I think. Yeah, that's what the. Yeah. I mean, that's on average. That's what the previous sets were. Yeah. So what happens is they, like every time from the vault comes out, they need to have something that's like eye-catching there, there, there has yeah. to be a jace the mind sculptor to grab you like you know yeah 
there, there has to be, a, I guess, like in Annihilation was the, the PTK cards and from the Vault 20 was, like I said, the Jason Mind Sculptor. Mm -hmm. So they have to give you something that makes it worth your while when you go and pick up this product. Yeah. And then but... clearly, like when you think angels and people like, obviously people collect angels, they'll just want like the foily versions. But then when you actually, actually go to like players... They, like want, they, the they money, want to yeah. play these cards that like want to put them in their legacy decks and their EDH decks. Yeah. The cards that you're looking for are the, the Iona, Linvala, and Avacyn. Like the, the three expensive angels when they're foiled. But why can't you put them all in the yeah, deck? Yeah, so with a $35 MSRP, if you put all three of these foils in there, yeah, so let's just like Avacyn is like not going for $90 foil. Like Iona is going for a lot. All of these cards are going for a lot of money. Yeah, but and so if you put all three of them in there, what's going to happen is either their prices have to crash or just no one is going to respect the MSRP. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, that, And Wizards, so I think Wizards, I think they learned their lesson, for example, from Mother Masters 1. Yep. So they want people to stick to the MSRP. And so with it, like we've seen that with Mother Masters 2, they're upping the MSRP so like shops don't have... The a lot of room to to wiggle yeah, yeah. the prices, and so if they put all three of these angels in there, the the from the vault would be worth like too much money, mm. and the MSRP would be shot up. Yeah, okay, so the MSRP would would shoot up, but the thing is, you have to realize not like, the MSRP, but like the retail price, right? The the retail price would just go way over yeah. the MSRP. But that's the thing, like you you have to realize, like these are also just uh you know these are sealed product these are correct reprints of and not not the originals they're reprints of things uh some of them may be used in legacy i don't know the the ones iona that is iona and avacyn not not a not lot so much it right? can be it's a, iona iona and limbala yeah but avacyn is like an edh all-star yes that's the thing so like a foil and limbala like she's playing modern as well um yes i think it would be tough to see all three of them in there, mm. even though it, it would be nice, but you could e very easily end up, if you have, excuse me, if you had all three of them in there, you can very easily, very easily see from the Vault Relics prices. So from the Vault Relics <laughs> has like Mox Diamond, um, Lotus Petal, uh, yeah, Sensei's yeah, yeah, Divining yeah. Top, and the price, like they go for like over 100 euros on Magic Card Market. Man, that's expensive. Yeah, in, uh, like even though like all the cards in there are consistently overpriced, like most of them. Yeah. If you if you end up having like these three, and then you put in like an Angel Despair with alternate art, and maybe you know a few other cards, it's just you can very easily just get out of control. And this from the vault can. Uh, yeah. Having I, said that, yeah. I think this from the vault, even though, even though you know it's not very exciting from from a competitive standpoint. From a from like from a collector standpoint, yeah. From a collector standpoint, it is very good. And if you can find one close to MSRP or even at MSRP, this is like a snap buy, and then start in your closet for a few years, uh, and yeah. then try and find the, the right buyer. Although store it in a very dry closet, because otherwise all the cards will warp. No, they they come sealed, so it's fine. No, they'll still warp. Like you have you opened up like a FTV. Yeah, yeah, I have I have some it FTVs. Always comes out like. But yeah, but that's that's only when you like take the 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 seal off. The seal off, no, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, no. So I I have two I have two from the vaults uh, like stored away at home. I have a uh, realms and I have a an annihilation. 
Realms is Realms is definitely worth it. I think like right now, right now you can find Realms for I think eighty euros or seventy euros. Really? <laughs> I don't know. It's a, It's actually. I got it. Good. I got it for a really good price. Yeah, so. that's the thing. Before the, <coughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, if you're if you're a collector, you know, just grab it, grab it, snap it. Or like, if you have extra money lying around, you know, just still buy a few copies, and <laughs> and invest. keep it. Yeah, yeah, just. I don't know. That depends on what the money card is. Like, if the money yeah, it does depend. Is. Yeah, if you just if if you just have like Iona and then fourteen other like random angels, mm. pro, it's still worth like buying a couple copies. Oh, okay, yeah, that's true. But if you have like let's say Avacyn and Iona, oh, then you just buy. Yeah, you just, like just buy. Out even the if shop. Linvala isn't in there, because Linvala might be in Mother Masters instead. Oh yeah, that's true. Like. You can just man. Iona and Linvala might be in Modern Masters. That's not thing. Iona. I don't think Iona doesn't really see playing Modern. Mm. It's more like Elishnorn and Linvala. No, Elishnorn won't be in there. It's New Phyrexia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it'll it be, be New Phyrexia. Yeah, yeah so right. basically, I think if if we see Iona and Avacyn in this, then Linvala will probably then, be in. Yeah, Modern but like, Masters. just just if you see two out of these three angels, like you just buy this. Snap, yeah. And then obviously we have like other ca- yeah, amazing like candidates like Sigarda and Platinum Angel. On a side note, when I typed in Sigarda and I did not notice this until just like half, of, I don't know when we started the show, it autocorrects to Sugar. Sugar, host of Herons. Uh, sugar Red. Sugar Red. Uh, yeah. Sweet, I mean, you, you definitely Sigarda. have Sarah Angel. No, was, did Sarah Angel come out in FTV20? No, right? No, no. So. Apparently, uh, I was reading. Uh, Sarah Angel is, uh, I think, it, Richard Richard Garfield's favorite card in Magic. Oh man, why five mana for four for flying? It's, it's, it's okay, just like it's, it's just good. one of the first few creatures to mm. come out in Magic, and w- definitely one of the most printed ones. And it's 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 quite iconic. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Made the front of it the was map. a rare, and then it got downgraded to to uncommon in like tenth yeah. uh, edition or something, and so I. People are expecting from the Vault Twenty to sort of pay homage to his yes. favorite card, right? But they didn't. Well, we don't know. We don't have the list yet. No, FTV Twenty. Oh, sorry, FTV yeah, Angels. F- I meant mean, FTV Angels. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they're expecting Sarah Angel to be in here, so that you know it's like tribute to Richard Garfield. You definitely Garfield. gotta have Binsley Angel, I think. Yeah, That's... and the red Acroma. Otherwise, the whole thing would be white. Yeah, and then. Uh, I think you mentioned Desolation Angel. Desolation Angel yeah, and black uh, with white kicker. And uh, what's the 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 one that Angel destroys? of Despair? Angel of Despair, yeah, yeah. Even though it's still white, and same oh, as Cigar. Yeah. yeah, it's white black. Cigar is white and green. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, so it'll be an interesting product. I think I will definitely try and buy one. If you go, you're gonna get one for Ines, right? She's yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll get one for my collection as well. So. Okay. Okay, so tell us what you think uh, might be in this set. Uh, we're, we're probably going to post up the list of the angels that w- at least we want to be in, the, uh, in this box set. Uh, moving on, finally, the, uh, we're going to spend a little time on this. Elspeth versus Kiora deck list just came out today. Uh, today? Yesterday? I, yeah, I, it was, I think it was like two days ago. Um... Well, yeah, the deck list. This is like this is a sweet product. They also like made the, uh, I, the 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 rest. I guess is just a little bit useless. But they made like these cool deck boxes for you to buy separately. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's the thing. Like, 
the deck boxes you buy separately. The playmat is some oversized giant playmat that is yeah for two players, two right? Two players. One side of it is Kiora and one side of it is Elspeth. It looks cool, but it's a little big. It is a little big. No, it's not a little big. It is a very big. It Have is you a seen it? Very big. I do. It expands the entire table. It's oh, right. basically <laughs> two playmats just put together. You stitch together instead of you know cutting it off. That's quite big. Uh. I know, they've they've got but, alternate art for a lot of for a lot of um Yeah, they 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 made some like pretty sort of iconic cards. Uh they gave him alternate art. Uh Temple, Temple of the False God. Oh yeah. so nice. I wish this was in foil. Like I can just imagine the highlights. It's yeah it's so nice. Decree of Justice, you are Decree going, of Justice yeah. I have to get for my cube. Like it's a shame that it's not a foil, but this art is just so much better than the old one is like yeah with the new border it's just with the new border and this art like it all fits together i do like the old perfect. i do like the old decree of justice yeah me too it I, the border i have i have the old one in my queue but this this the art on this new one is insane it's amazing yeah and then even better than that one is oh, mother of runes mother of runes Good, exactly yeah, so nice so mick, mick apparently missed this in the spoiler but yeah i i ran through i did not realize this was mother of runes it's so it's so pretty. different so different it's so good though yeah yeah, yeah. uh is this therese nelson no no i'm i'm a little bit yeah it is therese, it's therese nelson. nelson yes i know the art i know her I know it's a little well. bit. I'm a little bit sort of sad that this isn't foil because this the red mantle in foil would be amazing. The what? Like the like the little red. Oh mantle yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. No, this the glowing and the part glowing of the like hands. yeah, obviously like uh, the aura she carries. There around. was one Jace where Jace had a ball of light in his hand. I wanted a foil of that so badly because it looks so pretty. Somebody had it before. Is I that Jace's erasure? Uh. No, not Jace's erasure. There was a Jace with like oh, a Jace. Okay, one Jace with like a you know a glowing ball in his hand, and this looks exactly the same. I think it will look fabulous in a foil. Uh, Explore also has new art. Nah, I prefer the old one. Yeah, same. Um, and then obviously yeah, the Planeswalkers. Kira, Kira looks awesome. Um, it came out on the subreddit MTG Pawn. Oh, and, right. uh, yeah, man, it looks good. She looks really, really good. I uh, think it's it's good to see like the, these planes, planeswalkers looking really good as opposite, like as opposed to the previous Jace versus Vraska, where both of them were just they look weird. Uh, yeah, they kind of uh, like Jace yeah. looked really emo, and Vraska was just like and they were looking. Uh, here, so here's the thing. Here's what they did: like Jace and Vraska, they were looking at you, and the Jace and Chandra, they were also looking at you. Uh, you know, and whereas these ones sort of. They're left facing, and right. Yeah, they're facing, facing each, each other, other right? It's like they're fantastic. gonna fight. Uh, man, the the Elspeth Suns champion. I have you know I have two already. I want to get this in foil so I can put inside Zedru. It looks so good. Like, don't worry, it comes in foil. Yeah, I know this it comes one does. In foil. This one comes in foil. It's, it looks so good. Uh, the you know I I do want to buy this deck like straight up. I will just buy it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in here, like Temple of False God. I love the new. I like the new art. Wish it was foil. Uh, Decree of Justice. I do not have one of these, so I, I, I will just get this deck just to get, you know. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna get probably for Mother of Mother of Runes and one Decree of Justice from this deck. I'm not gonna sell you mine. It's fine. It's <laughs> I'll okay. find it somewhere. Don't sell it to him. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, so yeah, tell us if you're gonna get this deck. I think you are. You should. Um, uh, all the sealed product is usually the, usually the same price, right? About twenty euros here. Somewhere there. Mm, yeah, these will probably be yeah Somewhere twenty there. ballpark. Sorry, yeah. twenty twenty five. Uh, okay. So, um, that concludes this section of the show. Now we're going to pack up all our equipment, and we're going to head down to Arena Porto to interview our three guests, Massimo, uh, Danny, and Helder. Uh, and we'll see you in a bit. See you in a bit. Welcome to the second part of this episode of the Power 9 podcast. We're here live in the arena, or we're recording live from the arena to interview the uh, esteemed owners and people who run the shop that is Arena Porto. Uh, it's located here in, well, Porto, Porto in Portugal. Uh, so uh, with us, we have Massimo. Hello. Hello, guys. Uh, we have Dani. Hey, and uh, we have um, Elder. Uh, hello. Yeah, you guys don't get nicknames though. Mm, I, I wasn't. I don't. <laughs> My nickname is Magic Tuga. Uh, Magic Tuga. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, let me read. So, sometimes me people call me Daniel. Also. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think he can be Magic Tuga. He can be Daniel because he hates it. <laughs> okay, okay. So and let's do let's do the Santos. introduction again. I'm Santos. Okay, so here at the table we have uh, Magic Tuga, Massimo. Massimo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we have Udani Dani. That's correct, right? Some people call me Daniel, but that's just too Yeah, he hates it. Ev- everyone just goes like, Udani! And, s- and some people is Nuno. After. Yeah. <laughs> Nuno, yeah. Uh, and we have the Elder Dragon, Elder. 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 Yeah, the Elder around, Dragon. Yeah. That just is so good. You, <laughs> are, you have been around forever. Forever. Okay, so... Um, say so. So tell us where tell us where we are right now and uh, and where you guys are from. So no, um, I'm from Atzinhos, a town nearby Porto, and uh, we are running the the show here in Santa Catarina, Porto. Uh, what's the what's the address? Official address so that people can Was find Santa you. Catarina, North Century, uh, nine two two B. 922B, okay. So if you're in the area, please do come down and show your love to uh, our three esteemed guests. Yeah, it's, it's the only local game store, like the, offic- the only official Magic the Gathering shop, so yeah. you can't really miss it. Uh, okay, so uh, first, uh, let's, start off, let's start off easy. Uh, uh, this interview, so this interview is meant for those of you who are curious about how a local game shop is is run and how maybe how how it survives because uh where i'm from like we have a li- we have many small shops that do small events and they've been around forever i just i really wonder like how how these guys uh, have been around and you guys have been successful you guys have been around for a l- for quite a while so maybe let's start off with uh with the question like what is arena porto and what do you guys do here uh, well, Arena Porto is uh, is um, a store where people play Magic, Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. board games, and uh, we have we have comics too. Okay. 
So yeah. you guys have okay. That's another another TCGs too, like Pokemon, uh, other Yu-Gi-Oh. TCGs like Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon. Yeah. Now we we are starting with the war games too. War games? Mm -hmm. Oh, the tabletop uh, games. Yes, Warhammer, okay. Games Workshop, and. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, who? Okay. So who takes care? Who takes care of what? Is there like uh, individually you guys are responsible for a certain type of event or certain game? Yeah, we we have a staff and we just uh, allocate different type of games in each people on on the staff. So. M m I, uh, Danny, I, w I work on the D&D. Um, &D. Uh -huh. um, now I'm working on the war games. Okay. And usually I help. On, uh, I, I do the comics also, and then I help on the other on the other ends. Oh, and okay. um, Max uh, does more stuff on the uh, Magic the Gathering. He's like the specialist on that on that part because he has Magic Tuga. Uh -huh. And Elder is uh, really good on the board games and helps a lot on on the other uh, part of the of the games. Okay. So yeah, so, so for those of you don't that don't know, um, Arena Porto has a website associated with it that is owned by Massimo and his brother called Magic Tuga, mm -hmm. and they're basically <coughs> they they sell singles and also sealed yeah. product online. We buy and sell singles. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's why that's why it's Magic Tuga Massimo. <laughs> MagicTuga.com. But but going to the, the, your first question about how how does the these type of stores survive? No no no. no economy, we'll we'll no? get to that. We'll <laughs> okay. Get to that. So um, uh, is so Arena Porto is it is it franchised or like the arena? Because I've seen yes. arena like. In other I think, I think yeah. Elder should speak uh, more about it because it's he was on the. It's not the franchising, but um, the Arena Porto was um, owned for David a long time ago. Okay. Uh, and yeah, so um, there, there is other arena in Lisbon. Uh -huh. It's uh, Arena Lisboa. Arena Lisbon. Okay. Uh, is that but associated? Uh, not associated. No, not associated with us, but it was uh, some time ago. It was there were both the um, arenas. There was Arena Porto and Arena Lisbon. They were both run by uh, Devir. Okay, Devir. They're the Devir, uh, the official retailer for Magic: The Gathering product in, in Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, like uh, the official okay, repre so representative. Oh, okay. They were. Oh, they are the, the official uh, not only for uh, Magic but also for Pokemon in Yu-Gi-Oh. So basically, they're the WotC. I yeah. suppose the WotC representatives. Um, yeah, they're the middleman. Basically, a publisher. They are a publisher. Ah, they're a publisher. Okay. Yeah, they publish some board games, and uh, they also publish for board games in Portuguese. The really popular brands like uh, Catan, Sellers of Catan, Carcassonne, oh, okay. and other stuff. And they've been from since ever. So they just they open when. David? Yeah, when David uh, yeah, that's in, the in thing. Portugal when a long time ago, before Magic also, uh, was when uh, in the nineties. Before yeah. Magic. Yeah, before yeah, Magic. Before so Magic. when was yeah. Arena? When did the first Arena open? With was Magic? Arena? How long ago? Yeah. So because I know Elder. Elder was there when the, the yes, first one. I was. Uh, I was. <laughs> Elder one was one there. there. <laughs> I, I, I was there uh, when the dinosaurs were <laughs> running, uh, running, the, uh, roaming the place. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you have there's a T-shirt that says "I was there"? Yeah. there there's yeah, like pre, pre Elder and then post Elder, <laughs> basically. Well, yeah. Before basically, Elder. This started uh, at Rosa do Fighter. Uh, it was a, a club, uh, uh, like, uh, 1997, maybe. Or Something like that. Mm -hmm. um, it was a club for strategy games, uh, not only for magic. It was for everything. 
Okay. Uh, it was it was called the uh, the Oporto Strategy ga uh, Gaming Club okay. or something like that. How, when but was this? When was uh, at the Rotsa Fighter. Here in Porto also. Yeah, in the Porto, 90s, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then there were two other locations after that, right? You went to yeah, Crystal yeah, Palace yeah. and then also Rua de Turinha. Crystal Park. Uh, Crystal Park, right. Yeah, it was a shopping. Uh, it was in the 2000, year 2000, when you, I started uh, working for them. And it was started being the Vir uh, Arena Port. I was, was there in, in like 2002. That's when I started playing Magic when yeah, I was 10 years old. It was in, in the year started, 2000 that started. We started playing on, on that shop. In that shop, in okay. Yeah. And okay. Mm. Mm. It was iconic back, back, back then. Yeah. It's still iconic now. I mean, like, this is the... Some people still uh, talk about that. Yeah. But that, yeah, that was the, the, like, the famous location, right? Yeah. That, that, those were the, the golden like years. 200, okay. 200 people in, inside uh, yeah. and outside. Wow. The, the yeah. We had like pro tours and stuff like that in, in, here in Portugal. In the, in the store? No, yeah. not in the store, but run by the store. Oh, okay, okay, run by the store. Hey, uh, there's, there's a question... Uh, further down the line about like yeah. crazy the, there are some he, stories yeah, he that meant, I've heard before no, yeah, he meant Pro Tour qualifiers yes. qualifiers yeah with uh, like 100 and yeah I remember having 100 people, people pre-releases and stuff people. okay so back then like uh, so right now you sell like you sell board games you sell comics uh, you run events and you sell trading card games uh, and there's, there's some trading as well so back then what was it what was uh, the mode of operation like what uh, you know was it was it different or was it the same uh, it was a little bit different because it wasn't so diversified no magic online back then yeah, <laughs> yeah, true yeah, but basically there was more mostly was magic and uh, games workshop stuff okay not so much uh, board games were, weren't popular at the time okay so, so uh, it was, was mo mostly what it was the games workshop stuff Magic, Pokemon, really it big uh, at the time. It was very yeah, really it was, big. I think it was quite big at the yeah, time. It like, yeah, almost. It didn't uh, reach the same level of Magic, but at the time it was almost reached that level of Magic. Because okay. we had like, um, we were running leagues of Pokemon with uh, 100 people. Wow. I, uh, so here's the thing, like, I, I mean, uh, we're going to sidetrack for a while. Uh, as we always do, <laughs> uh, the uh, there's there's a lot of I mean there's a lot of reasons why Pokemon was successful and wasn't as successful as Magic is because uh, back then literally kids would play and yes. they cannot identify like the the cost of the card, which is why like the economy yeah, like the, the Pokemon economy is not as strong as the the Magic Gathering economy. Anyway, back to the, the this thing. So when did this like diversification happen, or like when did the shop start to change? In this shop on the on the previous one. No, as in like in the in general, this, this yeah. shop has existed since yeah. then, right? So it it's There's always there been here. Uh, no, no, no this hasn't always been here. No, this is like the the this location fourth generation some, somehow. Uh, I mean, because, like because the exchange owners. Uh, okay, so. Who was the owners? Okay, was, so was Dev, the, the Devin Devin was the and then now is Magic Tuga the owner. Okay, so when did uh, when did this happen? In January two thousand and four, two thousand and fourteen. January two thousand and fourteen. Yeah. January two thousand. Wow, yeah, one year ago. Yeah, that's wow. That's very recent. So before that, the entire time before that, it was always by uh, Devil. Yeah. yeah. Oh. With ups, ups and downs, With ups yeah. and downs. like like. Any but lately it was down. Uh, we 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 picked it up 
it was very low yeah. level. Uh, it was rough. In terms of magic, it was very difficult at times. I see. When the, so how long has Arena been at this location here in Rua Santa Catarina? Uh, even if it wasn't owned by us, it was like uh, three years ago. Three years ago, okay. So it was and then three years, okay. one year ago, it made the transition from yeah. Devere to Magic to Magic to yeah. Okay. All right, so... So the thing about, like, like I mentioned at the beginning of the show and like Danny brought it up um, previously, was, you know, shops have to survive. Like, and you were mentioning, Elder, you were mentioning, yeah, there are, there are good times, there are up times and there are low times. How does a shop like this keep itself around, like keep itself relevant? I, I, and maybe I'll share like a small story uh, from where I'm from. There's this place, I don't know, Singaporeans, if you're listening, the one Singaporean listener um, <laughs> who's listening, there used to be a place called Comic Smart <laughs> at Serene Center. Okay, and if you know if you know this, good for you. If you don't know, it used to be an establishment. This place called Comic Smart, uh, it had well, we, it sold comics, it sold uh, board games. Well, it didn't really sell board games until later on. Uh, so comics called Warhammer. There was uh, there were only one of the places where um, where you can find Friday Night Magic. Okay, so overnight, suddenly the shop disappeared. Like it stopped opening, and then for a month you could see like letters slipped under the door of the store. And I would go there. I would go there quite often to to check out the store, and the store just suddenly disappeared. And they opened, they recently opened, before they closed, they recently opened another branch at I don't know where. Uh, and that place was closed too. So everything was just shut up. So, uh, okay, the reason why I'm telling this, uh, why I'm telling this story, I, you know, I'm always being, I've always been curious, like how does uh, such a place like survive for so long? And you guys have been here for a very long time, or like uh, Arena has been around for a very long time. I, I think Arena Lisbon, is it still open? Yeah, it's, it's, still, it's, still it's still open. open. It's still open. Uh, it's owned by somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah. it's okay. it, it basically is owned by Devere. Oh, it's yeah, still Lisbon, by Devere. Lisbon is still owned by Devere, yeah. Yeah, so why? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Anyway. Well, it, yeah, but it's the capital that it makes more... Yeah, okay. but they... they, they the economy on Lisbon is, is very better different. than... Yeah. yeah, they have hundreds of players in Lisbon, and you have like. But, uh, yeah, why they have like a lot of stores. From what I heard, in Lisbon. from what I heard, they don't. Magic is not the top seller. Oh, uh, okay. It's for for them. Yeah. Okay, so for you guys, like what? They diversify. The what makes the store like run? What's the yeah? So what makes most you, popular yeah. product? Most popular product here uh, in this store, it's magic, of course. I, I think the, the, success, the I think the success of the store is because that is a. A lot of games, and we can we can export uh, a little bit of each one. So, okay. What what we started doing differently mm -hmm. after Dever was that we started to diversify a little bit of our range of products. Okay. So people that play board games also play Magic and also play other games. So we uh, the products share the 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 same um, public. And so we sell more more stuff and then the the store lives a little bit more like that. Okay. Would you say like the biggest slice of the pie comes from like tournaments or sealed product or like accessories? Or what do you events? think people like procure the most? <laughs> the I think that's you guys, you guys product. Product. or maybe the singles is magic to go like Yeah, but but that's a little bit separate. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, obviously Generally Magic Two is kept separate from uh, from everything yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But so would you say so like Magic Wise? The sealed products, sealed products sell better than the. Okay. It, what what takes the pie? The biggest pie? The biggest pie? Yeah. Sure. So, okay. Cool. Uh, um, okay. So, like you mentioned, um, does the diversification? So, sealed product, sealed product helps the store. Like it, it's probably the biggest pie. Not probably. Like I think all, all stores are like that. Yeah. Other thing, very other thing, very um, to bear in mind. Uh, very important for for success is thinking about get new players. In the okay. So okay. So how do you, uh, if you don't mind, like how how do you guys like approach this, like getting new players into the store? Because we we need create uh, create interest. People you guys have a beginners league, which I yeah. think is fantastic. So maybe talk yeah. a bit yeah. about yeah. that. Like, that's, like <laughs> that's like our <laughs> secret sauce. Yeah. Okay. That's like our. That and coffee. <laughs> yeah, coffee, yeah. Yeah, coffee machine. And we yeah, put stuff on the drinks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's that's like our. When we when we when we so I have to beat this out of the show. Yeah. When, when we picked up the store back on 2014, uh -huh. our man, our general problem was like the player the players were the same since ever. So we needed to create more people. The players Be have been the same. Okay, we'll talk about that in a while. <laughs> <laughs> because because even the older players like to to have a good community community with a, with a lot of people. The, the new players uh, become intimidated for uh, with the older players, like old, people who've been yeah. playing for like ten, yeah. ten years, fifteen years, so and then we need create a, 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 a safe environment for them, safe right? Environment for for them. Yeah. I think yeah. grow and stuff like that, like properly. Okay, uh, so what are the uh, what are the events that you find that were most successful that you've implemented since taking over? In all games, in all the in in just in general, like I I think like board games night. You guys started board, uh, board games night. You guys started like a lot of initiatives here. What was the uh, most single most successful event in like the year you've been here? I yeah. think what Magic. Yeah, but like, be, uh, like yeah, the the beginners league was a very good. Uh, I think the pre-releases. Pre lately, they had, they they like they just sold out. So okay, that's that like then that's the. Yeah, and when we and when we do uh, uh, tournaments with cards from Magic Two, like the Tarmogoyf and stuff like that, people usually come from other cities to play here. Nice, and that's and that's really good for us. Yeah, th these tournaments with um, a good card for the first and the second uh, is tournaments that bring people from other cities, and it, that is good for the. the yeah, I think we're slowly building up. To, to the numbers that Arena used to have. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think the drafts, that's the, for me personally, that was the most successful story because... Like the Tuesday night drafts. We, yeah. we started having no drafts and we then started having like three tables of drafts nice. at, uh, at, at the night. So that's okay. from zero to, to 20, 24 people or something like now that. The, now the average is like two tables. Which is still good, so <laughs> yeah, it's it's. But good. Uh, Kans of Tarkir helps in this because the Kans of Tarkir is very good to open packs. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the fetches. Uh, okay, so, uh, 
So who who exactly are your customers or who, like who who's the biggest Villela <laughs> 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 Talk about it's it. It's funny so you should say that because one of the questions is that he's on, on, always on, on the um, biggest on no, second on our league. Really, no. I'm second on the league. No, yeah, it's first. It's first. He's first. first now, really. Yeah. Because so you're our customer. E- Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bilal is only uh, a customer for Super Shoops. No. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. See, that's one of the yeah, things that exclusively we didn't buys talk candy. about, but we, we have stuff to uh, snacks and uh, drinks in the store no. too, because you don't you don't have to, to focus <laughs> only on on playing. You have to eat. You have and to eat too, right? Basically, yeah. Arena provides all of the conditions, so you yeah. can come here in the morning and just stay coffee, here yeah, forever. Uh, <laughs> we, are, we are thinking about uh, having some um, beds. Beds, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the night. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> No, but our, our, our customers right now are like a mixture of the old ones and the mm-hmm. younger ones, so okay. that's really a nice. Yeah. So who's your Who's your youngest customer? Oh. oh. Do you guys Do you guys know who your youngest oh. customer is? Don't need to <laughs> mention any names. <laughs> there's There's like some kids from the have. Oh, is Joao Joao? He is. He has like. Yeah, I think we have like eleven. Eleven. Some people who bring their younger brothers, and then we have two or three kids of uh, thirteen, fourteen. Uh, but our young, our youngest must have like eleven years old. Okay, I I know there's there's always this uh, kid who comes in with the grandfather. That's the one. Yeah, that's the ah, one. Okay, okay, that's the one. Yeah. He's the father. <laughs> oh, he's the father. He's the father. He is okay, the father, yeah. now I really need to bleep like out proud, this yeah. po- this portion of the. When thing. a kid comes with the father. It's not a good signal. <laughs> why Why is it not a good signal? It's not, it's well, it's not a good signal <laughs> for the father because he's going to have to buy a whole he's lot gonna, of yeah, steel products. Oh, man. But one, thi- <laughs> well, um, one thing it's sure is that usually we, uh, in the time of uh, Crystal Park uh, time, uh-huh. when we are, were using, uh, running the um, Pokemon and the Magic Leagues mm-hmm. in 2000, 2003, um, there were a lot more of younger people playing. Yeah, time. I was one of them. At the time, there were a lot more people. It's uh, it's very difficult to to bring back the, those times because uh, people have a lot of things to to play at right home. now. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's very difficult. There's, there's a lot more distractions. At least we now. are getting p- uh, back people from uh, from the other days, older players that used to play that stopped playing. They now back again. Uh, uh, the, the, the people from the, uni- the university are, are yes, uh, uh, start, one of the, uh, are the public, our general public is like the university people. So, wait, wait, uh, okay, so who are like, you, you mentioned there are customers who, uh, that you knew, okay, so El- this one I'm, I'm relying on Elder. Yeah. Uh, there are customers you knew back then who are still here or stopped for a while and then came back. They came so back, do you, yeah, you, sure. you guys have like, a lot, a lot. Uh, a lot uh, of people lot. that okay. done that, yeah. I know Vilela is yeah, like yeah, one, uh, one of them. But Elder was v- really important on, on that part because he had the yeah. contacts to talk with them, to nice. push them back, push to them, bring back. them back, bring, the, bring them back to the game. So that was important. Cool. And to be honest, and don't not being uh, very modest, uh, oh, no, I, I can say that people trusted me. People oh, trust right. the, my presence in the in the in the shop. That's okay. why the people came back because they knew that they what elders can back. count on things. Yeah, he yeah, has that's been true. But he has elder, elder is like the, the the spirit dragon. He's like <laughs> he comes back. Well, he's the elder dragon. Yeah, he's the elder dragon. In elder, we trust. 
<laughs> you should hashtag something that. like that. But, but uh, you are kidding with this. But uh, but it's true. People weren't confident about people who were running the the. There's a familiar the face. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, like there's a familiar face you've seen. Uh, I mean, they've seen you way back when, yeah. and they know you way back when. It's strange because uh, uh, nowadays when I when I find people here. People still young, like with 20 years old or 19 years old, and like look at me. They, oh, you teach me how to play magic. <laughs> yeah, I go like, mm, maybe I don't know. Do, were you like one of 11 those? 11 years old or 12 years old, and I teach them to play. Were you, you one know? of those shops with the sign that says, uh, "Oh if, yeah, if un <laughs> yeah, if you leave your children unattended, unattended children will be, be taught how to play magic, magic together." Something like that. Uh, okay, you guys should implement it here. Like, <laughs> Although there's not a lot What? We are. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Don't talk secret. about it. Don't yeah. <laughs> that's one of the secrets. Uh, okay, so... Um, uh, but I, I think I think Elder can answer the question if Vilela has oh, yeah, always yeah, played yeah. with counter spells because he knows them from a lot. <laughs> I don't recall seeing him playing anything then. Vilela is playing drawing with counter Vilela is playing with counter spells season... Uh, one Since, uh, since, 80s, 80s. since the 80s, okay. <laughs> <laughs> before magic. Before Counterspell existed. It was approximately 1173 yeah, when he started playing with Counterspell. Yeah. Drawing cards and, drawing cards and yeah. Counterspell. He learned from Merlin. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's standing like right behind us and like... Mm. Okay, uh, uh, so... The... Uh, Oh man, now I'm lost for words. Okay, so there's been a lot of like there's I've heard a lot of stories and there's one in particular that I I really like, which is when you guys were and you mentioned it before, you guys um help PTQs uh here, Pro Tour qualifiers, like in the old store. Uh sometimes yeah, was we like didn't have the space for everything. Yeah, so tell tell the listeners at home like uh, like well, some story, there was one story where you had to put and yeah. some uh, PTQs in hotels and in the shopping malls, in the corridors of a shopping mall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was there was one where you couldn't get a venue, right? Sorry. There was there was one instance where you could not get a venue. Yeah. Right? So what happened? Okay. Yeah. Um, when we when we changed places, when we changed the location of the store, where we went from the Crystal Park, we are we are having some trouble at the time with um, with um, cost of the cost of the running the the rent the, the uh, rental, with the yeah. rent and uh, everything was very and the uh, and the game was uh, a bit down at the time, so we went to another uh, location, a smaller one, and we d we couldn't uh, fit everyone in in there. So we I contacted um, a school, uh, a high school nearby and I have to to write a test uh, explaining what we're going to do <laughs> what kind of stuff we're going to do this there. was before emails yeah <laughs> <laughs> no because Elder uh, is previous because, <laughs> because <laughs> when I went well, when I went there they, they just asked okay you you can have it but first you have to write a card uh, a letter explain everything what you're going to do 
what is uh, what is magic about? Uh-huh. So it was like a, I have a, a kind of exam before <laughs> doing that in high school. So I, I gave it to the the principal, uh-huh. and they, they they give the okay to it. So we running we run the the pre-release in in a high, high school. Yeah, in 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 it was funny because we we did run it in the in several small rooms. Because oh. uh, yeah, yeah, somebody was telling me classrooms. Yeah, uh, Gonsal yeah. was a judge back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I was the one who were you? Walked, you walked, were the head walked, judge, right? Uh, yes, that okay. time I was the judge. I, 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 I was there playing. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. fun. For me, it was normal. So yeah. everybody was separated into different well, small. Yeah, it's, it's was my dream was playing magic on the school. And it was a lot <laughs> of people. We got like one hundred and something, one hundred twenty people playing one event. So how many? Uh, this is a pre-release. This yeah, is just pre-release a pre-release of. Uh, I can't recall. It was time spiral, I think. Okay, and you Maybe had to split into how many rooms? Do you remember how many rooms? Um, about three, three classrooms. Yeah, three classrooms. Yeah. Wow, you cram 150 people into three classrooms. How big are your classrooms? Pretty big. 30, 40 people in each. I don't know. Goodness. But, uh, <laughs> no, there was a, one of them was very big. But very but big. you um, most uh, imagine the tables for one. Gives two players. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like old school. Okay, so for those of you at home, uh, who usually play at like a uh, at a card shop, like the tables are big and the tables are big and um, they're broad enough to hold more people than like more people than two. Just imagine you're in a school, and you have to sit at the desk where you <laughs> where you do all your homework, uh, and there's only like. Uh, you and the other guy. Did the desks have the little slot at the top? No, no, like we don't have those. It's no, tables, normal tables. Like oh, okay, okay. But uh, they'll the be really funny. Teacher like desk was used for computers uh, on each one. <laughs> so, what? So to get the the result and stuff, and, uh, <laughs> and printing. That's very funny <laughs> and fun to do, really. And uh, we do. We also have done one um, one PTQ in uh, in the. F- University of Porto and uh, engineers school. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. and we had like 150 people. So, what's the biggest? Uh, so, what's the biggest event uh, that running by us? Uh, yeah, run by arena. By arena. But like how many people? Uh, arena with Magic Tuga or arena? No, just no, in no, general. Just in general like yeah, <laughs> that you remember. It's hard to say, but at the old times, yeah, the, the pre-release was about that 120. Maybe. And Tops, maybe 200, almost 200. But nowadays. For a pre release. Yeah, yeah. no, PTQs. and pre release too. Pre release too. Yeah, I remember we used to have, I, for example, I went to a PTQ at Hotel Tuella. Yeah, yeah. And I, that the, was huge. But uh, at uh, this time, um, pre release, there, there was a pre release in. No, all in Portugal. Oh, you Portugal. If they were regional pre-releases yeah, rather people than people were coming from uh, that uh, one in the high school. I remember like uh, two cars from Chaves, so okay. it's very Chaves far from me. One hundred and fifty kilometers, and it starts to reach like hundred and fifty kilometers. And half. kilometers. Hour hour and half. People right. came. Okay. People came here for the pre-release wow. yeah. from that. Okay, that's why because, because the, the, there was just one pre-release on the on the north of the country. Okay. Uh, uh, I think we should. Do we have any more questions? Do you have? No. Okay. So we're going to wrap up here. Uh, before we go, is there uh, any advice you would give 
to people who are looking to start their own um, you know, local game shop uh, around them. Because I know there's a lot of people, like back in Singapore, I know there's a lot of people who are traders who you know just set up their who just set up shop uh and do you have any advice for them like yeah if i can talk a little bit about this uh, i think the first advice is do you want to really be a, a, a store owner or just it's just an hobby and you, you just want to like live off your hobby because if it's if it's just your hobby don't do it mm -hmm. it's hard work you don't play a lot <laughs> because you have to be <laughs> behind the counter and a there's a lot of stuff uh, connected to running a store that is very hard so if that's like the dream you want to have a store you have to be concentrated that you have when i have hard and work to do slow. start slow and start, start slow don't, yeah. don't think too big okay because thinking too big i i know yeah. a lot don't of stretch of stores here in portal would start it big try to uh, outrun yeah. the the arena <laughs> and don't stretch to every product and some start start slit they will bankrupt yeah. rap quick <laughs> okay that, yeah that's that's good advice yeah. i think that's good advice uh, okay so before we before we end this segment of the show uh, let's do some let's do some plugs um, so if you're in the porto area please come down to arena porto show some love uh, we what events? Okay, so what events do you have every week? So starting with like mm. Tuesday nights. Tuesday nights, you guys. Tuesday night we have draft at night. At okay, so magic draft. Yeah, so magic draft on, on Tuesday night, and then on Friday afternoon. Wednesday nights? No, Wednesday nights you have something. Wednesday uh, We have uh, D and D. Yeah, D and D. Um, okay. That's like tw twenty, thirty people playing D and D. That's and insane. I also insane. play. I play in that yes. D and D. I play with uh, George, who hosts in yeah. English. And so if you and if you want to find, yeah. <laughs> that's Wednesdays and Thursdays. Is that right? Thursdays. And then no Wednesdays. 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 Wednesdays, Wednesdays. Yeah. And then and then on Friday afternoon we have uh, F and M. Okay. And on Friday on and on Friday night we have F and M Modern. And, and, you also and have the the um, yeah, the standard is on afternoon and yeah. at nine is F and M Modern and the uh, board games. Yeah, board games. And then and on Saturday we have like. Everything. Primary events everything. or uh, <laughs> everything like the store ju just jam packed yeah, with people yeah. playing stuff. Uh, and on Sunday we have Pauper or or Commander, mm -hmm. some drafts also usually, and D and D and uh, Warhammer. So everybody yes. basically everyone playing Sunday together. Like, yeah. Sunday is a, a break day for Magic. Uh, it's a casual break yeah. day. Nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, and yeah, Mas Massimo, you want to plug your plug Magic Tuga? Uh, and the Magic Tuga is the Sell biggest star on Portugal. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it the world? Isn't it the world's biggest Magic the Gathering singles retailer? Mm. Biggest, almost biggest in the world, perhaps Portugal. Biggest in the world in Portugal. Biggest in the world, perhaps in Portugal. I don't say biggest, but better one. <laughs> that, that's best very, one, that's very Carlsberg, though. Best one. Probably uh, we buy cards also, so if yeah. you want to buy, sell your cards, <laughs> just come here. <laughs> or buy cards off you. Uh, yeah, buy cards here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, thank you once again, Massimo, Dani, Elder, yeah, for, sharing your, for sharing your thoughts. Uh, and we wish all of you who are you know, looking to start, your own, um, to start your own store, you know, the best of luck. Okay, so from uh, Arena Porto, we're going to say bye. 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 bye.
So that wraps up our episode for this week. Thank you to our special guests Massimo, Dani, and Elder for giving us some insight into the life of your game shop. And uh, please support your local game shops because it's not easy. Uh, thanks again to Edwin Tan for providing us our new logo. Uh, we have to, uh, and I would like to attribute our new music at the beginning to bensound.com. If you need like royalty-free music, go there. Uh, once again, we are the Power Nine Podcast, and you can find us online www.power9podcast.com. You uh, and now from now onwards, you can find us at on iTunes, not at iTunes, on iTunes. Um, and if you, and we're trying to post it on different um, podcasting services. So if you have a favorite podcasting services, let us know, and we'll we'll get it posted there. Uh, what else? Yeah, okay. Uh, if you like the episode or you like us, go down to our website www.power9podcast.com. Uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com/power9podcast, Twitter at power9podcast. The nine is a number nine. And uh, if you want to email us your questions, topics for the week that we that you want us to discuss, you can do it at power9podcast at gmail.com. So for me, myself, and Nuno, we're signing off. Bye, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Ciao.